Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. This podcast is sponsored by Talkspace. May is Mental Health Awareness Month, and Talkspace, the leading virtual therapy provider, is encouraging people to talk it out in therapy. By talking or texting with a supportive, licensed therapist at Talkspace, you'll gain insights, discover truths, and experience breakthroughs that will improve how you live and how you feel. With Talkspace, just answer a few questions online, and you'll be matched with a therapist. And because you'll meet your therapist online, you don't have to take time off work or arrange childcare. You'll meet on your schedule whenever you feel most at ease. Plus, Talkspace works with most major insurers, and most insured members only pay a $25 copay or less. No insurance? No problem. If you want to make progress toward a mentally healthier place, Talkspace is here for you. Now get $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80 when you go to Talkspace.com. Match with a licensed therapist today at Talkspace.com. Save $80 with code SPACE80 at Talkspace.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Jesus Stories. This is the podcast which tells the life and teachings of Jesus without preaching. We tell the story in an informal, informative, and interesting manner. Today's story continues with Holy Week. We're in the middle of Holy Week, the last week in which Jesus would live on this earth. He's been teaching some rather pointed lessons, and that continues in today's Jesus Stories episode. In fact, the teachers of the law will be questioning Jesus and their efforts to entrap him. We'll pick the story up there in just a moment. First, let me remind you that these Jesus stories come your way because of your support, and I do appreciate that, by the way. And as I've said before, I'm asking that if you need to choose between supporting us and supporting the humanitarian crises in Ukraine and Eastern Europe, please help with that effort. Again, I've put some links to some resources in the show notes. If you can support both of us, great. Just visit my website. It's jesusstories.info, jesusstories.info. Click on the Support This Podcast tab in the menu. That's jesusstories.info. Now, I've got an additional resource for supporting the people of the Ukraine, and I'm, I'm really proud to join this effort. It's easy for you to help out as well. It doesn't really cost you anything except some time. Podchaser. Ever heard of that podcast platform? It's a great one for finding great podcasts for your listening pleasure. We're pleased to be on that platform. Right now, for every review that's left on Podchaser of this or any other podcast, Podchaser will donate 25 cents to World Central Kitchen Chefs for Ukraine effort. That is the World Central Kitchen. Now, what is that? It's an organization which responds to humanitarian, climate, and community crises to provide meals. Their idea is real simple. When people are hungry, send in the cooks. Not tomorrow, today. 
They currently provide round-the-clock meals at eight border crossings that come out of Ukraine. Plus, they are supporting restaurants providing meals in Odessa, Lviv, and Kiev. And they're working in the adjoining countries of Romania, Moldova, and Hungary. So, if you leave a review at Podchaser about this podcast, they'll donate 25 cents to that effort and... I'll match that 25 cents with 25 cents of my own. So your review is worth 50 cent donation to this worthy effort. It sounds like a small amount of money, but multiply that by all the reviews that Podchaser could get. And it becomes a nice donation. Come on, help feed some people that are hungry over in Eastern Europe. It's the work of Jesus. You'll find a link in the show notes for Podchaser as well as for the World Central Kitchen so you can check them out. As I said, Jesus is answering questions which have been posed to him by the religious leaders of the day. And while they don't realize they're doing it, they're following a tradition which is part of the Passover. During Passover, each person offers a lamb to be sacrificed. That lamb must be absolutely perfect. No flaws of any kind. Part of the Passover ritual is the inspection of the lambs. The priest would examine the lamb for imperfections prior to sacrifice. Now, if you recall, Jesus was proclaimed to be the Lamb of God by John the Baptist very early in Jesus' ministry. So the questions which are being posed to Jesus by the religious leaders are their examination of the lamb. So the question is, can Jesus still be called the Lamb of God? The Pharisees have already asked about paying taxes to Caesar. And if you recall, Jesus gave an answer that no one could reply to. You can hear about that in the previous episode to this one. Now the Sadducees, another religious sect, come to him with a question. Now let me give you a note about the Sadducees. They are a Jewish sect which did not believe in the supernatural. In other words, to them, there is no afterlife, no resurrection of the dead. So the question they ask is very obviously a trap. And here it is. Teacher, Moses said, if a man dies without children, his brother should marry the widow and have a child who will carry on in the brother's name. Well, suppose there are seven brothers. The oldest one married and then died without children, so his brother married the widow. But the second brother also died, and the third brother married her. This continued with all seven of them. Last of all, the woman also died. So tell us, whose wife will she be in the resurrection? For all seven were married to her. So you see what I mean? If you don't believe in the resurrection, but you ask a question about resurrection, is this a trap or is this a trap? Jesus' response is pointed. 
He starts out by telling them that they don't know the power of God, and they don't know their scriptures. For when the dead rise, he says, they will neither marry nor be given in marriage. In other words, things are going to be entirely different in the resurrection than they are now. And for those of you who don't believe in the resurrection, he says, there will indeed be a resurrection. Just read your Bibles. Long after Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob had died, God said, I am the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. So he is God of the living, not the dead. Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob are three of the patriarchs of the Jewish faith. So with these words, Jesus leaves the crowd astonished. One of the teachers of the law heard this exchange and heard Jesus reply. So he poses his own question. Of all the commandments, he says, which is the most important? Jesus gives him a straight answer. He replies, The most important commandment is this. Listen, O Israel, the Lord our God is the one and only Lord. And you must love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, all your mind, and all your strength. The second is equally important. Love your neighbor as yourself. No other commandment is greater than these. This impresses the teacher of the law. Well said, teacher, he says. You have spoken the truth by saying that there is only one God and no other. And I know it's important to love him with all my heart and all my understanding and all my strength and to love my neighbor as myself. This is more important than to offer all of the burnt offerings and sacrifices required in the law. And this answer impresses Jesus, who told the teacher, you're not far from the kingdom of God. While he has the crowd around him, Jesus poses his own question to the Pharisees. What do you think about the Messiah? Whose son is he? They respond by saying that he is the son of David. And Jesus asks, then, why does David call the Messiah my Lord in Psalm 110? Jesus quotes from the psalm, The Lord said to my Lord, Sit in the place of honor at my right hand until I humbled your enemies beneath your feet. If David calls the Messiah my Lord, how can he be his son? Jesus asks. Again, no one would answer, and no one dared to ask any more questions. Jesus then rips into the teachers of the law and the Pharisees with some very pointed observations about their methods of teaching and how they conduct themselves. He starts out by pointing out that the teachers and the Pharisees have assumed the authority of Moses. Moses was the one who delivered Jehovah God's law to the people of Israel. Then he tells the crowds that they can practice what the teachers and the Pharisees teach, but don't follow their examples. They don't do what they say. In fact, they crush people with unbearable religious demands and never lift a finger to ease a burden. Everything they do is for show. Just look at them. They've got their extra-wide prayer boxes on their arms. They wear robes with long tassels. What are prayer boxes and robes with tassels? What does that mean? Well, in the book of Deuteronomy, a book which outlines much of the law that Moses gave to the Israelites, Jehovah God told the people of Israel that they must commit themselves to the commands he is giving them. He told them, 
Talk about them, the commands, when you are at home and when you are on the road and when you're going to bed and when you're getting up. Tie them to your hands and wear them on your forehead as reminders. This command was given not just once, but twice. And what Jehovah God was saying to Israel is that he wanted their words to be about him and his law. He wanted the people to think about him and to work for him. Later in Jewish history, probably somewhere around the 4th century before Christ, the leaders of the Jews began to look at these commands as literal. Tie a box, a phylactery, around your head that contains the scriptures. And they specified which scriptures, what kind of paper and ink to use, what order they were to be sorted, to show that you are obeying Jehovah God. The Pharisees have taken this tradition and enlarged their boxes to show off as if they're being more pious. The robes with the tassels are like the prayer boxes. Jehovah God told his people, throughout the generations to come, you must make tassels for the hems of your clothing and attach them with a blue cord. When you see the tassels, you will remember and obey all the commands of the Lord instead of following your own desires and defiling yourselves as you are prone to do. The tassels will help you remember that you must obey all my commands and be holy to your God. The Pharisees made sure their tassels were long and noticeable. Because the Pharisees wanted to be noticed, Jesus pointed out that they loved to sit in the places of honor at banquets and in the synagogues. They loved to hear people address them on the street as rabbi. But Jesus says, don't let anyone call you rabbi, for you have only one teacher, and all of you are equals as brothers and sisters. In fact, Jesus continues, I don't want you to call anyone father. Only Jehovah God is your father, and don't allow anyone to call you teacher. The Messiah is your only teacher. Then he repeats a lesson he's already preached. The greatest among you must be a servant. But those who exalt themselves will be humbled, and those who humble themselves will be exalted. Then Jesus launches into a diatribe against the teachers of the law and the Pharisees. In most Bibles, the words, woe to you, start off each new charge. This is a condemnation which Jesus pronounces on these religious leaders. And then he adds the words, you hypocrites. Hypocrites, of course, are people who act in a way which is not genuine or real. He has some other names for these leaders as well. We'll cover them when we get to them. Most modern translations of the Bible, though, use phrases like, what sorrow awaits you, or you're in for trouble, or how horrible for you. And regardless of which one we read, Jesus has serious words and serious consequences for the religious leaders of the day for their actions. What are their actions? Ha ha! Let's look at the, the woes, if you will. He starts out by pointing out that the religious leaders are not allowing people to enter the kingdom of heaven. They will not go in, and they will not allow others to go in either. Jesus has, of course, reminded his followers that the kingdom of heaven is near. In fact, Jesus is ushering in the kingdom of heaven. But because of the religious leaders' rejection of Jesus and his message, people are being barred from the kingdom. So Jesus pronounces judgment on these leaders. 
What about the times when someone decides to follow Jehovah God because of the teaching of these religious leaders? Jesus says when this happens, they make the new follower into a replica of themselves. Then that person is twice as bad as they are. More judgment against these leaders. Jesus then switches metaphors. Well, kind of. He's used this one before. He calls them blind guides, and he blasts them for their inability to understand how to keep their word. Let me just read you Jesus' words. For you say that it means nothing to swear by God's temple, but that it is binding to swear by the gold in the temple. Blind fools! Which is more important, the gold or the temple that makes the gold sacred? And you say that to swear by the altar is not binding, but to swear by the gifts on the altar is binding? How blind! For which is more important, the gift on the altar or the altar that makes the gift sacred? When you swear by the altar, you are swearing by it and everything on it. And when you swear by the temple, you are swearing by it and by God who lives in it. And when you swear by heaven, you are swearing by the throne of God and by God who sits on the throne. These religious leaders were very picky about how they swore or how they backed up their promises. Actually, they were looking for loopholes so they wouldn't have to keep a promise. They would swear by an offering on the altar or by the gold on the temple, and that was binding. But to swear by the temple itself or the altar itself wasn't binding. But the entire temple is important, Jesus says. Swearing by the temple is swearing by it and by God. And Jesus, in his earlier teaching, had taught his followers that our yes should be a yes and our no a no. We talked about that in episode 14, Jesus and the Law. That was part two of that series. So Jesus continues. In the Pharisaical tradition of being picky about the law, they were also picky about their ties to the temple. These religious leaders were careful to tithe even the smallest of their herb garden harvests, but they ignored the more important parts of the law. Justice, mercy, faith, all of these are important, but you strain your water so you don't drink a gnat, but you swallow a camel. Now that's a saying maybe you've heard before. Let me see if I can explain it to you. Part of it's literal, and part of it is figurative. Both gnats and camels are forbidden food to the Jewish peoples. And yes, the religious leaders would strain their water to keep from accidentally swallowing a gnat. Jesus says, yes, you would do this, but in being so picky, you're ignoring the more important things. Thus, you swallow a camel. Jesus continues with his judgment. He talks about the hearts of these religious leaders. You clean the outside of your dishes, but the inside is filthy, full of greed and self-indulgence. You're blind. You should wash the inside first, then the outside will be clean. And continuing in that vein, Jesus calls the religious leaders whitewashed tombs. They're pretty on the outside, looking bright and white, but filled on the inside with dead people's bones and all sorts of impurity. You look righteous outside but you're filled with hypocrisy and lawlessness. Then Jesus condemns the religious leaders for their hypocritical honoring of prophets who were killed by the leader's ancestors. 
They would build monuments to those prophets, saying that they never would have killed those prophets. But Jesus says, you testify against yourselves as the sons of those murderers. Snakes, sons of vipers, how will you escape the judgment of hell? So, Jesus says, I'm sending you prophets, wise men and teachers of the law. You'll kill some by crucifying them. You'll flog others in the synagogues. Can you imagine a flogging in church? You'll chase them from city to city, and as a result, you'll be held responsible for the murder of all godly people of all time. I tell you the truth, this judgment will fall on this very generation. Then Jesus grieves over Jerusalem. We've heard him do this before. Oh, Jerusalem, Jerusalem! the city that kills the prophets and stones God's messengers. How often I have wanted to gather your children together as a hen protects her chicks beneath her wings, but you wouldn't let me. And now, look, your house is abandoned and desolate, for I tell you this, you will never see me again until you say, Blessings on the one who comes in the name of the Lord. As Jesus has been teaching these things, he's been sitting in the temple, and he goes to the collection box and watches the crowds drop in their money. And many rich people come in. They drop in large amounts of money. But a poor widow comes in and drops in two small coins. Jesus calls the disciples together for lessons. I tell you the truth. This poor widow has given more than all the others who were making contributions, for they gave a tiny part of their surplus. But she, poor as she is, has given everything she had to live on. There's an example of true piety versus the hypocrisy of the religious leaders. And with that, we're going to end our Jesus stories for today. These Jesus stories are supported by you, listeners to this podcast. If you've benefited from these stories, I invite you to pray about and consider supporting this podcast either with a one-time donation or an ongoing donation. The easiest way is to visit the website, jesusstories.info. Click on the Support This Podcast tab in the menu. You'll find out how to support us, either once or monthly. But as I said at the outset of this episode, I would ask that you consider how to financially support the Ukraine and its people first. Did you know we're on Patreon as well? It's a great place to check out the podcast. And the first Jesus Stories extras that have been posted for those who support us in an ongoing manner. And a big thanks and a shout out to Tamara and ER for their new support this past week. And continued thanks to the Sweetens Cove Church of Christ for their support. All of these Jesus stories are available on your favorite podcast player. However, people find out about us because you write a review and you rate us. So would you tell others about us? And by the way, I've got a special way for you to share this podcast in real life. Check out the webpage, jesusstories.info. Click on the Share This Podcast tab in the menu. Right now, the podcast player, Podcaster, is offering a way for you and me to help them 
help the people of Ukraine. One of the urgent needs there is food, and Podcaster is supporting the World Central Kitchen in a unique way. You go to podcaster.com, write a review of this or any other podcast you want to review, then Podcaster will donate 25 cents to the World Central Kitchen with all the funds going to feed the people in Ukraine. And for each review you write for this podcast, I'll match their 25 cents with my own 25 cents. So come on, make me open my wallet. Priscilla has. Won't you help us feed some hungry people? That's the work of Jesus. The links are in my show notes and on the website, jesusstories.info. That's jesusstories.info. In the next Jesus Stories, he'll talk about a dark time coming to the city of Jerusalem, a time for which his followers must be ready to withstand. That's coming in two weeks. Join us then. God bless. Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. May is Mental Health Awareness Month, and Talkspace, the leading virtual therapy provider, is encouraging people to talk it out in therapy. By talking or texting with a supportive, licensed therapist at Talkspace, you'll gain insights, discover truths, and experience breakthroughs that will improve how you live and how you feel. With Talkspace, just answer a few questions online, and you'll be matched with a therapist. And because you'll meet your therapist online, you don't have to take time off work or arrange childcare. You'll meet on your schedule whenever you feel most at ease. Plus, Talkspace works with most major insurers, and most insured members only pay a $25 copay or less. No insurance? No problem. If you want to make progress toward a mentally healthier place, Talkspace is here for you. Now get $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80 when you go to Talkspace.com. Match with a licensed therapist today at Talkspace.com. Save $80 with code SPACE80 at Talkspace.com.